0: Hi, I'm Madonna.
1: I'm your worst nightmare
2: to rule the world. Why don't you show them what you do, honey? You've never had more fun with anyone
0: else. People, people, we got to move on to the next song. I'm sweet in
1: and I'm a bitch, you know what I mean? And that's always been the way it is. I'm, I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm waiting.
3: Hey, everybody, it's Stefan. Welcome to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna, Louise, Veronica, Ciccone, and beyond. This week, we continue our interview with the wonderfully talented Nikki Harris. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, go listen to that episode and then come back to this one because you do not want to miss a thing. Part two starts right now. But the one good thing, the bright shining light about social media was because I do find this happens every now and again with social media. Our our guest, Guillermo Diaz, who we had on the podcast, our, our very first celebrity, had <laughs> it not been for social media, we would have never been able to get him in to see you and uh, Donna at your Brooklyn baby show.
1: when he walked in I was like oh you little yummy yumminess <laughs> love him yeah.
3: he and I had been following each other on Twitter when I after I danced on stage with Madonna at the Rebel Heart tour yeah. And because I, I know he's a huge Madonna fan and
1: and see he, I didn't know that
3: yes oh huge huge and yeah I think he's got like two or three Madonna tattoos and he had commented Hilarious. the morning of your Brooklyn show at like, come on everybody which I i friends with michael uh and um his partner who owned the bar i love them too they're amazing uh-huh. but guillermo had posted that morning uh, he commented on your post about the performance and i was like i bet you nikki and don are not going to be able to see this because they're going to be too busy prepping for the show and whatnot and i reached out to michael and said michael guillermo diaz wants to come to the show the tickets are sold out can you put him on the list and he was like absolutely and so i messaged guillermo and said Guillermo, you're in. I'll will see you at the bar. And he was like, "Oh my god, thank you, thank you." As a thank you, I'll do your podcast. And I was like, "There we go."
1: So there you, that's a nice trade. Yeah. yeah.
2: So
3: I was like, "See so that?" That's where sometimes social media can play a good role in in life. Other times, absolutely. Other times it's trash.
4: <laughs> but Nikki, well, yeah, let's and, talk about that run of shows that you did with Donna late last year,
1: early. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Those are really special shows. Those are really special, and and that's how we know we have to do more of them. Yeah. Because um yeah we did we were not expecting that kind of a uh, f- feedback we were not expecting like we barely had to sing because the whole audience was singing so hard mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then I guess when there were moments where they were actually really 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 listening, even that felt and that made it even th- the more special you know watching people really see us, yeah. Really see us um, and once it, we'll go back to our, what we talked about before. at the end of the day, that's all we re- anybody really, really wants to you know is. it's it's so special and to see
4: you two singing two friends. It's such a beautiful song and it
1: not that a great song
4: encapsulates everything like Says it when,
1: all. When,
4: when you see it performed live, it's like, oh my God, they're like talking to each other, and this is real this is this is yeah. true love right here.
1: yeah. Brian O'Darty. Other, Otherwise known as Dylan O'Brien wrote that song. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah.
1: And, and the first time I heard, but in a million years, old amigo, what will matter? The high priests of science might gather the fossils of our bones mm. and not one would care enough to inquire into the insignificant details of what transpired between these two friends, because mm-hmm. we're only two friends. That's what we really are. We're just really two friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, I was like, Donna, we have to sing these words to each other. Mm. We have to sing these words to each other. Cause at the end of the day, I'm so grateful for podcasts and all that's too, but we know that there one day there will come a time when somebody could, you know, like I say, gather up our bones, like, who are these people again? You know, or it's, it's the life. It's the life of an artist, you know, this, you know, they they say the lifespan of an artist, it starts who, who is Nikki Harris. And then it moves up to get me Nikki Harris. Then it moves to get me someone like Nikki Harris. Mm. And then it moves to who's Nikki Harris. So that's basically, that's what happens with all artists eventually. So it's just like, you better be in joy. You better enjoy the story while you're here. It's like, and be, be loving to those who, while you can, because mm-hmm. th- all of us have that lifespan. Cause trust me, you know, my daughter says, what? who's Elvis. <gasps>
2: oh, oh, geez. geez. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's time yeah. for a crash course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying it's like, it's, and, it, and it's okay. It's like, who's Elvis? Okay, now I'll show you, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know if anybody's still doing, get me someone like Elvis. I don't, I think we're past that.
2: Yeah, we I are. I think we
1: still, we still might be in the, who's Elvis, you know? But I mean, like, I t- trust me, when little Richard died the other day, you know, here, here, my watching my daughter go, who's little Richard? And I'm like, God damn it. I'm, yeah. I'm a bad mother, bad mother, <laughs> bad mother. She's supposed to know who this is, you know? But, you know, she knows who Ella Fitzgerald is. She knows who, you know, Sarah Vaughn is. She knows, she knows who Stevie is. She knows who Marvin Gaye is. She, you know, she knows, you know, I can't get, teach them all to her right away. Yeah. <laughs> um, and quite frankly, she knows some things that I'm I'm trying to figure out. You know, she knows more Japanese artists and, and Korean artists and Chinese artists than I have been so her world is far more expanded than mine is. So God bless her. Yeah. Yep. So, so have, once again, I've... we're once again we're hopeful. And I said, I'm sorry, I totally didn't even answer the question. The shows were amazing. I looking into those people's eyes, seeing seeing uh, people look back at us with tears, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why are they crying? Like, and she's like, oh, they're Like, they're just happy to see us. They're just happy to see us together. And then when we sat down to do the autographs. I realized no, 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 no. They're not just happy to see us. We represent something in their story.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Nikki, we that's why everybody. I couldn't come meet you guys after the show. I was I told Seven, I was like, I'm gonna just gonna break down and cry in front of these women. I can't do this. <laughs> well
3: I know. I, thank I that's you. what I was gonna say. Thank you so much for doing that. I after I had uh, met with you two and had a picture and then went outside and I was outside with Guillermo and um Michael's partner and we were just talking and I said, that is so sweet that they're actually going to sit there and meet with every single one of the people Mm -hmm. who wants to meet. Like that was absolutely so generous of you to, to do that. So thank you for doing that because Mm. I know it meant a lot to me and I know it meant so much to all of those people that you were doing that because like you said, it was everyone has their own journey in life and mm-hmm. you touched them at some point in that journey. And mm-hmm. it means something different for me that it does for Tony, that it does for whoever else, Guillermo. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you were, you know, just for a few seconds, we were able to sort of revisit that moment when you sparked to us, it was absolutely worth it. So thank you. Yeah. I'm
2: going
1: to be really honest with you. Um, That's one of the biggest lessons I learned from Madonna too is that um and that's why i'm grateful for i'm grateful for the years that i have was with her and, and near her and watched the the evolution of you know being a singer with some good pop songs to being a pop star mm-hmm. um and watching what happens and watching how the the uh, what do they say uh the the entourage around you Mm -hmm. will change Um, and how that can change the narrative in the art in that person's head and how, you know, when you start off and you realize how available they were to people in the beginning and that becoming a pop star, a lot of the narrative becomes that you can't be available and and that's part of the feeling of like being a pop star like i'm i can't be available to people because Mm -hmm. um and i think on some level that's why she's i think that's the other reason why she's such a mother because she really wants to be available to people i Mm -hmm. think that's why she's got so many damn kids and and that's why she's you know (laughs) no i mean no i mean and, and that's why she her heart is huge her she's a good old italian girl deep down inside you know and that's why she's got to have like, you know, 19 trainers and full fuck five cooks and, you know, but she can afford to do that. But deep down inside, it's because she really wants to be available and be there for people yeah. and share her heart. That's who she really is. So I'm grateful for the time and knowing that if anything, that's one of the most important things that I learned from her is like people. The reason we sing is because we need them and people need us, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we need—we really do need each other. And they not only need to see you; they need to be able to touch you. They need to know that you're hearing them, you know. And so, if those moments that Don and I sat down at that table, you are feeding us too, is what I'm saying. You were people were feeding us when I found out. People were like, you know, I came up with my to my mother because of you I, was, I felt brave because of you. I, all the stuff like. That feeds me too,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and nothing but nothing but gratitude came through to, through my heart of people feeling brave enough or allowing themselves to be vulnerable enough to go. I want to go tell her this story. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to allow myself to have this moment. You know, and I think part of it is too that Donna and I allow ourselves to be vulnerable with each other, and so when you see it, it's easier for you to be it. Absolutely. Hmm. You know. Yeah. I, you, think, I think. No, I, think. I, I mean,
3: I think. Uh, come on, everybody! That night, you you were putting such wonderful energy out into the space, and hopefully, we were sending that right back.
1: Yeah, that was a love fest. There's a whole love fest going on. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it.
3: So I would, be Tell rem- me something else. I would be remiss not to mention that recently Madonna fans around the world celebrated the 30th anniversary of Blonde Ambition Tour and Vogue. Mm-hmm. Um, you were a, a huge part of that celebration. I, I'm just wondering, did you know when you were part of that, that that was going to be this iconic moment in, in Madonna's career, but just in pop culture in general?
1: Absolutely, I knew it. What No, of course I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'll be really honest with you. I knew we were doing really good work. Mm-hmm. I knew that I knew that blonde ambition was probably still is for me, one of the best tours ever. I think everybody just pretty much rips off. Oh, yeah, from that tour now you know, um, including her. So, I am.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, she established, okay. she established a format and it worked. Yeah. It worked really yeah. well.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and Vince Patterson is a genius Yeah, and, and understood how to do a show. And, uh, I think, I mean, that's why, he's, you know, Cirque du Soleil and all them use him because he understands the visual And that you don't ever feel like you're just watching a video. It's like, no, you feel like you're getting all the buttons are being pushed. You know, he knows how to quiet it down in a huge arena and make you feel like you're inside of a club. He knows how it's, it's, I think I cannot believe that I was honored to be next to all those amazing dancers
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I have to pinch myself every now and then, and and then to to top it with David Fincher doing Vogue. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, please. I'm so jealous <laughs> you got to work with. Him. It was, one of, was It was, was one amazing. of the first times
1: I felt pretty. It was the, one of the first times I felt pretty. I'd never been shot where I was like, oh my god, I like the way my skin looks. Like mm. I felt so. Yeah, I did. I felt like he knew. He he just knows how to use the camera, and quite frankly, it was a time when. I watched Madonna just going, she cares so much about making sure we all felt really good in front of that camera too. Mm-hmm. She wanted the best for us. She wanted only the best clothing, only the best. And I was like, you can't get mad at a boss like that. No.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's like, Oh no, she's, she's got our backs on this one. Cause what, you know, when we look great, she looks great. And, and like you said, it became a standard for, for artists who really want to take it to the right, to the next level. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I think that's why, you know, Beyonce and all the, they understand, you know, I can't be the only one on stage looking fabulous. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to look fabulous. Yeah. You know, my drummer's got to look fabulous. Everybody's got to look. And it's like, and not only that, everybody's got to be at the top notch of their game, you know, so.
3: Yeah. And so you were not only, you had the privilege of not only being in one iconic Madonna music video, i.e., Vogue, you were also in another equally amazing music video known as music. I'm, oh my God, how much fun was that? That So I'm curious about that, because those two are both equally amazing videos, mm-hmm. but also very, very different in terms of right. structure. You know, Vogue was very precise. It was shot by shot. You know that David Fincher planned out those shots. And also there was immense choreography that had to be learned through that video. I'm curious, like, what do you feel like did you like doing Vogue better than music? Did you like music better than Vogue? or What was the filming like between the two of them?
1: Well, you know, I was, I was supposed to be in like a prayer and, and chose not to. You know, you know that, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, it was the burning crosses thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a whole other subject. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Vogue. What did, what, did, what did I like better?
3: I mean, it looked like you were having a lot of fun in the music video.
1: Yeah, it's, once again, it's, and it's, and once again, it's the age thing, you know, it's like as an athlete, I loved Vogue because it made me really use my body much more than I, you know, had done in, in, in on screen that way and i mean i always did it in live I didn't, and when you're shooting something it's like do it again okay do it again shoot, shoot it this way again and you're like oh jeez okay are you doing this again in the suit okay make it you know you know whereas when you're a live performance you do it that night and, and then you take it off and you're done knowing you had to be on point every time and just and, and and when i look back at it now cuz mind you i still have that suit
3: <gasps> oh see, see, yeah. there you I, go that was goatee, i still have that suit there i still you go. have that suit i still, still have that on, boost Fall fallen hard times sell it off i'm telling you
1: <laughs> <laughs> look i'm from the hood baby you know there will be a whole lot there might be a whole lot of things i'm selling hello <laughs> um uh yeah uh but but music for me was fun on a different level because we were all women
2: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she was
1: pregnant and you know she was she was pregnant and she um called me and it was really loose and she's like babe do me do me a solid come do this video with me and i was like that's when i was like oh this is my girlfriend it's my this is my boo you know like because i mean who, who else who, who like, and then I, I swear to God, that's exactly how she come. Do me a solid, um, come do this video with me. And I was like, okay, I was like, I ain't, you know, I got I'm my my braids got like two inches of new growth, um, fat. I haven't you know. I'm like, what you want me to do? Oh, don't worry, we just we'll throw something on you real quick, and we'll just do this video, go have some fun. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And before I knew it, we were in the car going to strip clubs. <laughs> I'm like. And girls were, you know, booty, booty shaking in front of us. I was like, okay, this is too damn funny. Um, so that it, it, that one was just fun to me. You know, it was like, it was like girls out on this, on, hanging out. And Debbie was just, Debbie was like, throw, the, throw, throw this fur coat on. You'll look like a pimp. Go ahead. And, you know, <laughs> um, I'm like, Okay. And you, um, and you
4: go way back with Debbie too. I mean, uh, Debbie did some. Uh, she was a makeup artist on the Who's That Girl. She was tour, the ma- right? on the Who's
1: That yeah. Girl, right? Right, exactly. And then she allowed me to stay in her apartment every time I would come to New York because I was working with a lot of other people recording stuff. Mm-hmm. So whenever I would come to New York and record, all through the rehearsals, Debbie and I stayed. I stayed at Debbie's in, in Brooklyn. Um, so you know, learned how to you know d- use the trains and blah 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 blah, <laughs> blah because no, I was like, and and. Debbie as far as I'm, Debbie taught me about like you know what makeup to use i mean cuz at the end of the day i was like i was you know black girl with some box braids i wasn't really i definitely wasn't a new yorker that way
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's like you got to get this lash you got to you know show me where to go you know shop on a street you know oh, um yeah just she she gave me my my new york Credit. <laughs> I feel like Debbie
4: uh, doesn't get enough credit for being like a makeup artist, skincare maven, slash, you know, style icon and please.
1: I, she she is the style yeah. icon. She is really mm-hmm. the style icon. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and, and to this day. To to this day. To this day. Yeah. To this day and her daughters. Her daughters are fabulous look oh my god they're gorgeous
2: yeah
3: i see her on instagram and i'm like wow debbie is making quarantine look a hell of a lot more stylish than my quarantine is i'm like I'm <laughs> how
1: about lululemon Deb- dim
3: shorts and tank tops how, all the time
1: how, yeah how about debbie survived covid
3: yeah. uh god bless her
1: and i'm like she was sick in the bed and we were talking every day i'm like why the fuck are you still looking pretty up in the bed sick
4: <laughs> i know you know
1: hair pulled tightly lovely nice a little lash on i'm like okay girl work it Work it out. I yeah, secretly um,
4: told myself, if if for some unfortunate reason I end up with a COVID, I just want my COVID journey to be like Debbie Mazars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look,
3: you, you need know, you need the lip, Tony. You need a I lip and an, and an eyelash.
1: <laughs> a good red lip, a good red lip, and eyelash, and just you know, and keep the skin nice and smooth. Yeah, you yeah. Know. A good sure. powder, a good powder. Slick the hair back. Throw on a fall. Yeah. That's-
4: <laughs> So, I, w- I want to talk about some of your collaborations and your features. Um, I, I grew up in Houston, Texas, and
1: <clears throat> I hope I remember them. Do Anything
4: by Natural Selection was on the radio nonstop when it came out. And I loved it because yep. you have such a cheeky little rap in there and you sound yep. great. Um, one of my, uh, the first time that I heard you and um, Donna sing on a record was singing Back Up for Martika's More Than You Know, which I still love because you have the best runs in that song. You like, kinda, you kind of hijacked the
1: song towards the end, but I love that. I have been, I've been, no, I've been known to do that. I've been, <laughs> I've been known to do that.
4: And, yeah. oh, those amazing songs for Snap. Tell us about how you started working with Snap and, and how that took off. Cause I mean, well, you're the part original of that Sn- Snap family.
1: Yeah. I'm part of the Snap family. Penny, you know, Penny, who's now singing back again with them, um, was, uh, working on her solo career and, um. I got a call that she needed me to go do a couple songs or they wanted to see me to do a couple songs. And I was like, okay. Um, so I ended up going back and forth to Germany for about three, no, four, four years, four or five years, four or five years. I mean, I did a t- top of the pops a couple of times mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of like, you know, big festivals and like, germany and you know loved staying in germany i have to admit um because penny's back over there now and i was like um i'm thinking i might go back over there if, the, if, if america keeps acting like america is acting yeah. right now
3: uh, amen
1: i might be heading up out of here yeah. um before we enter but, um,
3: handmaid's tale territory you know
0: sorry, sorry. oh my
1: god oh my god don't get me started on that remember too i split my time between california and georgia so i'm in augusta georgia right now and then i have a home in uh los angeles Mm -hmm. and when you say handmaid's tale i live where they're drinking the juice down here yeah i'm sure i live where they're drinking the juice and mind you it's beautiful it's quiet um i live right on a lake with a little boat slip it's quiet. you know all the things i could not afford in los angeles um And, you know, I walk, we walk to school. My daughter walks to school. I have three dogs. It's lovely. But, baby, they have just twisted spiritual thought down here. Mm. They have twisted. uh, What's the word? I know people call it Antifa. But Antifa really means anti-fascist. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, you should be anti-fascist. No
4: matter what. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All people should
1: be anti-fascist. So I'm not scared of that, you know. But, but I am feeling like, what's the word? If if things continue to go the way they're going down here, I'm going to have to go back to California full mm-hmm. time. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just because I if not, I'm going to get arrested for <laughs> Um, something's something's gonna happen. You know, I, I just I feel I feel it. You know the spark you know, about to blow. Um, and I former still, and I, former
3: and I, Madonna backup singer Nikki Harris arrested today in in Atlanta, yeah, Georgia. Yeah.
1: We, yeah, we, we, and yeah. Not, no, I wish it was Atlanta. I mean, I w- if it was Atlanta, that'd be it'd be understandable. Atlanta is least. I always call Atlanta is just Black L. A. Yeah, Atlanta is just a lot of you know black folks that really want to be in L. A. So, and, and <laughs> 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 sorry, it is. Um, but it's also so. What, what I'm saying is, if I left at L. A and went to Atlanta, my lifestyle would be pretty much the same. I'd still be in fucking traffic. I still, you know what I mean? Right. It, it would it would be the same kind of energy. So I wanted a different energy for my child is what I wanted. I wanted to know that she was in a small school, she, and she had a, a learning challenge. So I wanted to make sure she was in a small school with very, very small class setting, that we walked together. i pick her up by walking, you know what I mean? All those kind of things, That the way that I grew up. And that that she felt safe and secure. Um, and so we moved to Augusta and it's quiet. It's where they do the national, uh, the uh, national golf tournament every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the masters,
3: oh, uh-huh.
1: the mass. So we live literally right down the street from where they do the masters. It's beautiful. It's green trees. They know lovely. We rent this house out every year and give it to a golfer. And we go back to LA and, you know, hang out there while, folks are golfing and stuff right here. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the energy. But to say that it is not somewhat stuck in time would be a lie. Mm-hmm. It is very, it is very much stuck in time. In that some people, I'm just gonna say some people know their place mm-hmm. and my people are refusing to buck up against it because we've learned they've learned their place,
2: mm.
1: and it pains me. It pains me, and that's why I know I'm gonna get in trouble. Cause I'm gonna let you know right now, I don't know my place. My place is everywhere. Any place I want to be is where my place is.
4: Mm. Yeah, you're so, a citizen of the world, as we all yeah, are. Yeah, you know? and
1: I don't know none of this. Yes, sir, ma'am. You know, no, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Shit. I don't, I don't know it. I'm from Michigan where my you know, or as I tell my mother, I came out with my fist in the air.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know. I was born with my fist in the air. What is it about um, these tough
4: chicks from Michigan?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello M. No, I, you know what it is? I call it climate. It's the climate theory. Mm-hmm. It's my it's Nikki Harris's climate theory. When you are in fucking cold and winter makes you stay in the house and you have to shed. That's what, that's what you learn how to be a good musician. Stevie Wonder, Aretha Frank, Anita Baker, mm-hmm. all them people. Like you, you, The winter builds a certain kind of uh, energy in the soul. And it also teaches you that things die.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: sometimes you got to die to live. That's what winter teaches you. And that's in springtime. You got the promise of spring that things do come back if you do the right thing. And that have the joy of summer, but don't think that it's permanent. That's why I didn't want my kid growing up in L.A. I didn't want her to think that it was always 70 degrees. It's not. It's not. (laughs) It is that is not the world, and that's and you become entitlement oriented out there. You start, you know, you 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 see the newscasters making up weather.
0: <laughs> like, it's
1: it's raining. It's like it's sprinkling. This is called sprinkles. <laughs> it's nothing.
3: Uh,
0: you
1: know. Well, let me tell you, you.
3: During a New York winter, I pray to be in LA sometimes.
1: <laughs> of course, you do. But there's a difference between going there sometime and living in it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I, I'm just saying I think there's a mentality that happens, and there's a there's a salt of the earth kind of ruggedness that happens when you grow up in seasons. Mm. To me, I think there's there's a really great little children's book called Fall of Freddie the Leaf, it teaches kids about death, and it teaches them about you know the promise that you know things. That everything has a, a reason. There's a reason for it all, um, and so that's why I think it's good for kids to know what it's like to be cold,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> to know, to see Mother Earth, you know, rain down water on stuff, and there's a, and watch things grow, and to, and to learn to plant stuff and all that, and not necessarily have a gardener. How right. about that? Right. Mm-hmm. N- not necessarily have a gardener. Actually, go out and grow something yourself. <laughs> You know, and go, I mean, it's, I, I remember, I remember raking leaves. Me too. <laughs> that's character building.
2: You yeah, know, I, and if had... not,
1: it's, it's, it's good for your back. <laughs> 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 and if, you know, I'm just saying there's something that is really beautiful about that. So with that said, that's what I do love about being down here. However, the, the, the need to remember for people to remember the old ways is also very you know entrenched down here so you know and that therein lies the struggle well when i saw people marching in augusta georgia oh wow i was like mean? okay yeah oh yes that when august when i first got here there was not even a pride oh. the, of those 2000 they didn't even have a pride yet and honey, by 2011, you know I, they they have a pride yeah. now. <laughs> they have a pride, now. I was like, "All you country queens down here, come on, y'all, y'all better make it happen." You, come on, we got to have a pride. It's like all y'all been down here in the closet for too long. You, don't 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 run off to Atlanta. Don't run off to Atlanta because we can have our own pride, exactly. and now we do. And now we do. I'm like, Is that bad to say? Sorry, no, no. We
4: we need yeah. that. We need to think but, and, and locally. You, and you know,
1: and you know what I'm talking about. Yep. It's like, no, you don't get to hide out in Atlanta. You get to come right here and be right here in front of all these people and say, this is who I am. You better love it. And if not, I'm, I'm loving me. How about that? I'm loving
4: Yeah. Me. And, you know, as someone who grew up in the South, I know how important that is, you know, especially, you know, I grew up in Texas. I lived in Atlanta. So I know what these small towns outside of the big cities are like. And sometimes it's not very nice in there. You know, So
1: sometimes it's not very nice. And sometimes you, once again, some people ain't going to make it. Yeah. Some mm. people, some of us ain't going to make it. And it's like, sometimes you got to be brave. And I'm telling you, these kids here now, the prides now are huge here. Yes. It's like, cause now they're getting brave and it's like, look, grandma, I know we living on grandmama's money and all these plantations and all this stuff around us. And it's like, no, you can have, you can have Jesus and you can have, you know, Frankie Knuckles too. You can have,
4: <laughs> I, mean, you know what I mean, I think they go hand in hand.
1: <laughs> yeah you could and the reality is like I, as i say to everybody down here too y'all would not have a choir if it was not for all these singing beautiful boys up in here now come on yeah. let's have a pride <laughs> let us have a pride already
3: so i want to ask you since you mentioned los angeles and i i i wanted to know about your working experience on things like melrose place or
1: oh my god or
3: basic instinct i heard you did some- oh my god. Some choreography for basic yeah instinct?
1: Sharon Sharon well Sharon's a good friend of mine yeah Sharon Stone was a good what, friend of mine were and you
3: were you int- I just, I staged in
1: scene, staged scenes for I just staged some scenes for in the dance scenes and and uh, oh, you know, sure, sure, sure in had the clubs mhm and... mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what, what did you, what did you do for Melrose buddy. Place Melrose Place I put a bunch of dances together when Vanessa Williams was on there
4: was that the same um, episode Kevin was on uh-huh. Oh, okay. I don't know.
1: Wait a minute. I, was Kevin on that one? He told us Maybe that he, he was. Maybe he was. Yeah. Maybe he was. Um. He, quite possibly. I can't even remember. I was addicted Maybe to Melrose really Place. Reach, you You reached back for me on that oh, one, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> you guys, I don't remember what I had for lunch. And oh, know, and and, and the other one,
4: too, that I always think about is uh, when you did Sandra After Dark with Sandra Bernhardt on HBO. And you oh and Tom Jones God. sang your asses off. Oh, my God. How much fun was that? Oh, I love it. I watch it like like not all the time but i watch it at least a couple times a year because it was just like it's hilarious hilarious. for me
1: one it's hilarious two how genius was she i sang i sang to timothy leary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. debbie was there too debbie was there Mm -hmm. i was like come on we go back we we this is this is beautiful Mm -hmm. and uh yes tom and i and do you know that i was making that song up right there
4: Wait, what? That was an improv. Yes.
1: Okay. Now, since you <laughs> say you watched this, yeah, it was like, it was like Sandra was like, listen, um, I think I'm running short. Literally, we were the show. We were like, we thought we were gonna wrap it up, and she goes, "Can you sing something real fast?" And I'm like, "No." And I looked at Patrice. I'm like, "Let's just do a blues real quick."
4: Patrice Russian was the accompanist, <laughs> Patrice, by the way.
1: Was it? What, what? Patrice Russian was the um, musical MD. Okay. And I grabbed a napkin and I just started writing some words down real quick. And if you look, when you see, when you see that song start, you look down, you'll see a piece of white paper right down by Patrice, Patrice's uh piano. Mm-hmm. And it's right by Tim Timothy Leary's lap, leg. And I'm trying to read them words. I keep I keep looking back. Every time I lean back, I'm looking back, looking back at the words. Like, what am I writing? <laughs> um so yeah, so I was literally making it up. And if you see in the middle of the song I pretty much end the song and just like keep going like keep going and that's when she throws the mic to Tom mm-hmm. and we're like let's just make this up cause we gotta drag this out you know <laughs> so that's, that's what's really special about that song to me more than anything oh, that I didn't. it was off the top of the dome.
4: My mind and is blown like- I mean because it, Tom has a huge voice and you have a big yep. voice too and together I was like these people need to record an album sorry but they do
1: <laughs> Hilarious Hilarious! Yeah, he was just like, "Whoa, that was really, really fun. That was like, I can't believe we just did that." And you guys yeah. had chemistry too. <laughs> we had chemistry. Yeah, he was like, "What are we doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'll just do this shit." Anyway, <laughs> that's that's the good part about doing jazz. You'd learn how to just go yeah. with it. Just just go with it. So yeah, next time you watch that uh that film, please uh. Look, look, and you can see the piece of paper right there as I'm trying to read. Yeah,
4: I'm gonna watch it tonight. And if you guys haven't seen it, you can buy it off Sandra Bernhardt's website. But I also think it's on YouTube. But I would rather recommend support, that you buy support, it from support. Sandra. Yeah.
1: <laughs> support and buy, support and buy. My new record spot support and buy. Well Nikki we'll um, talk about him. We'll talk about it. We'll yeah, about them yeah. Next.
4: So um, um this is my favorite part of the podcast where Stefan gives you a lightning round of questions. So let's uh-uh. do that. Yes.
3: These are meant to just be off the top of your head. Whatever comes to your mind first doesn't have to be canon. It's just, uh, and they're, they're all Madonna. Doesn't... They're all Madonna related. What? So you should be able to answer them really easy.
1: Are they one word answers? They can be. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. All right. All
3: right. Favorite Madonna. So it's.
1: Not, it's... It's not a it's not a it's not a uh, yes or
3: no. Or, no, no, okay. correct, correct. Okay, yeah. okay. So favorite Madonna song.
1: Not fair, you guys. Not fair. <laughs> That's so not fair. Doesn't
3: have to be one that you've actually
4: sung on. Or
3: it could be one that you sang on.
1: hmm Wow. Oh
3: yeah, we could twist it that way. Favorite Madonna song you've sung on?
1: Oh God! No, 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 I was gonna say favorite because I like I like different songs for different reasons. Okay. like it's really quite okay. So I love "Crazy for You" mm. still to this day. Classic. Every time I, yeah, it's classic, and it's like hear, hearing Madonna sing in her lower voice, that register. Yeah, I love I love her there. Mm-hmm. She hardly ever sings, you know, sings there anyway. She hardly ever sings there anymore, and I'm like, that's that's the magic voice down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, uh, I can't we get the time. What's, what's the, I've always been in love with you. Take a bow. Always in, I love take a bow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So good. Um, I love.
3: You're more of a ballad girl then, huh?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm definitely a ballad. Mm-hmm. Where, where Madonna's concerned. Mm-hmm. Where Madonna's concerned, I'm a ballad girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I think that's when you hear her. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. so, too. Someone once um, said to
4: me, you love it when she sings. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm here for, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean, that's when you can really hear her. I think, um, uh, what is it? Live to Tell?
3: Yeah. Oh, so good.
1: Live to Tell is one of the better um, songs as far as, uh, because I think it was for a movie, and it's Pat Leonard. Yeah. For me, I think Madonna is great with a great song. Mm-hmm. you know that's that's to me is like when i hear madonna sing a great melody and a great lyric she's great mm-hmm. you know I mean? that uh i love oh lord have mercy jesus of course i love vogue yes i mean as far as the dance stuff that's that's easy
3: yeah i was always a dance a madonna dance queen if i was like i mean i love her ballads you know the the slow songs are great. Rain which you and Donna covered which is amazing. Mm-hmm. So thank you for doing that cover cuz it it was wonderful to hear. Um but yeah, I, I mean I love her slow songs as well, but yeah, give me a give me a res- yeah, did, give me a house beat with a rescue me. <laughs> well, the, Come on.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean and, I, and I'm not going to lie to you. Still to this day when I hear Hey Mister DJ <laughs> I still want I still want to dance. <laughs> I think because the track is so funky.
3: Minus the deep knee squats.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like, and I, like I said, I like Madonna in a ballad, and I like Madonna funky.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: I like Madonna funky. And that's why, I'll be really honest with you, I loved Ray of Light, and I love her going that route, but it, she feels honest to me when she funky. Mm-hmm when she's funky and when she's singing a beautiful melody. Cause I think because she's from the dance floor, like it's natural for her to really want to be funky. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: yeah. And you guys had the opportunity to do that on, I know on girly show. I mean that live, band, that live band Girl, was amazing.
1: No girly show band was the best band she's ever had. Oh wow. That band was the best band she's, ever, I mean, as far as I'm concerned. And as far as like, once again, like off the dome kind of band mm-hmm. where it's like, Let's put this kind of groove on, you know, whereas where, where, no matter where they go, that's when she was the closest to Prince as far as like, like, cause that band was like, take it here. Let's do it there. You know, you just, you, you, you were in everything you, they touched was going to be butter mm-hmm. from a ballad, You could do a Japanese sound. You could do, that was the best band she ever
3: had. well i mean the arrangement that they have for holiday is in that in girly show was one of my favorites i had totally forgotten that's my, about chore-
1: it. That's my choreography oh. i choreographed that whole thing yeah i wanted i wanted us all with the drums like i wanted us all to march out with drums mm-hmm. like a marching band
3: tan but hot but, it was yeah, so yeah, all that.
1: yeah funky and, and then to go in that james brown stuff Holiday. Yeah, uh, t- uh, t- uh. funky. Yeah. yeah, that's funky, hard, funky. And then um, everybody,
4: everybody is a star. Perfect mashup. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, but no, but you know what brought what really made us want to do that is like is because she was so great in um Blonde Ambition, Family Affair. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that was so funky. That Keep It Together, yeah, Keep It Together, and her and that together, that she was so funky. And and to me, she saying when she's got a backbeat against her. You can't, you can't mess with Madonna. No,
0: you,
1: you know, <laughs> no, I'm saying as far as, cause she knows, she knows where to place it cause she's a dancer. Yeah. So she, she's going to naturally feel it, you know, and, and she's going, and, and she's got a pop voice. So it makes it accessible. Her pop voice makes it accessible as far as everybody can, you know, sing, because sometimes I'll sing something and be like, it'll be too much. We're like, oh, that's, she's a great singer, but I can't really sing along with her. So too much. Right.
3: Like, I'm <laughs> Where, not going to sing, I'm not going to karaoke to Celine Dion because I would well, crucify that, but Madonna, oh, well, I can manage a little dress you up.
1: Well, well, and yeah, and it's because she's, her voice is accessible and, 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 and she's, and it's joyful. Mm-hmm. Her voice is joyful. And that's what, to me, like I said, that's what, you know, a beautiful ballad and, and, it's got, it's got longing in it too. When she's singing, when she's singing the way she knows she really can sing, her voice has longing in it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: what, that's what makes rain and, um, uh, crazy for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy for mm-hmm. you, for me, ain't nothing, but that's why you go, you go into a store and before you know it, you're singing along and you're hearing that over the loudspeaker it's like, no, that's. That's beautiful.
4: I was just Timeless. when you brought up Crazy Friday. I was going to say, yeah, that's uh, that's my CVS song, uh, my Dwayne <laughs>
3: Reed song. It's always playing. Yeah, your, your pharmacy song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it is a pharmacy song. But it's also because what's more far- what's more accessible than a damn pharmacy? Exactly. I mean, CVS. It's like when they're playing it there, you know, you've made it. You're like, yeah, you're yeah. good. That's 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 like uh, mailbox money forever. <laughs> yeah. And it me and it means that everybody. Once again, it's accessible. Yeah. Grandma can sing it. Everybody Mm -hmm. can sing it. You know, and sometimes, sometimes it just feels good to have everybody sing along. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it feels good just to have everybody sing along. And, um, you know, I think those are the songs that make her, make me love her more. It's like when she... You know, all, she, there's always going to be some sort of anthem song on her record, or there's always going to be something that she's like, okay, now this is for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Support because a lot. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was going
3: to say I'm like. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: right. That's you. That's only the first question, I right? Know, <laughs> like, this
3: is the longest, the longest lightning round we've ever had.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, 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 <laughs> no, I'm loving I'm, I'm, I'm I'm long, long, every minute you, of it.
3: You can t- you I'm can take, you can answer as long as you'd like, Nikki. You're allowed. I'm
1: long-winded. I'm you're, sorry. I'm totally long-winded. Proud. So.
3: Other than the two music videos you were in favorite Madonna music video
1: I don't really watch a lot of music videos I'm not gonna lie to you I don't I don't know music videos um, I don't I would mm, I don't know hmm. yeah I, I don't I never was an MTV watcher mm-hmm. I don't know I don't even know shows that show are there any shows that still show videos? Uh,
3: probably not <laughs> I don't even know if they do yeah I mean I'm I see all of my music I mean, videos online.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I I know you said I can't say the ones that I was in because Vogue is to me is one of the best videos ever made. Well, then we'll just say
3: it. To well, I I will agree <laughs> with you there.
1: Yeah, Vogue is one of the best videos ever made, and uh, yeah, I don't. Okay, we know.
3: can we can you can say Vogue. That's you're allowed.
1: And any, I'm gonna be really honest with you. I like Cherish because I like the way she looks in that. Yeah, the way. I love mm-hmm. her hair in that. I love that. I mean, but I love her her Brits shooting anything too. Yeah. You know, I like. The simplicity of it, her body was, she was still thick and like sexy Italian, you know, titties up and wet and shit. I was like, working girl.
3: <laughs> well, that was around the time when she did Cherish, that was around the time you, Nikki and Donna, uh, sorry, you, Donna and Madonna did the Express Yourself at the VMAs, correct?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Which, well, that's uh, what she's, to me, she's sexy there too. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like yeah.
3: Which I have, but to- I
1: mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. She was also she was sexy pregnant too. Mm-hmm. Music. She was sexy. She was sexy, sexy pregnant. You know, I like that look. I like her fuller. I do way. too. You know, I don't. You know, I, I always used to tell her like Raya Light. She looks beautiful and everything, but she looked okay. Madonna, don't get mad at me when I say that she looked like any other white girl up on her. You know, she's <laughs> she's thin. <laughs> You know, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It, it almost, it almost, cause to me, I'm not gonna lie to you. Ray of Light was a beautiful, amazing record, and it was, you know, a, a really trans transformation from what she used to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. But it also had a little Cheryl Crowish kind of thingy going on on the cover, and it was like, eh, I want, I want Mama Donna back. Uh-huh. I want my titties back at me. <laughs> I want my thick cheeks. I want, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to feel it. And so when she's like that, to me, it's like. You know, because she becomes much more Gina Lola Bridget, uh, um, Sophia Loren. It's like that kind of like woman, Mm -hmm. as opposed to when she starts going into that like thin, flat butt, I want to have, you know, my tummy. No, no, that look, no. That's enough white girls doing that shit.
0: (laughs) Fuck that. No,
1: fuck (laughs) that shit. To me, Madonna, when I remember Madonna, when it was like, the first, you know, everybody yep. get up, dance, and sing, everybody. And I'm, that song for me was before I knew her. And the main thing about that song was that like, it was like, is she black?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, everybody up um, DJ was like, is this a black girl, or white girl? Mm-hmm. What? This is this a white girl? So to me, Madonna represents that white girl, but you like, that bitch is. A black girl. She don't she don't even know it. She's really a black girl
4: down inside her. No, in, in the so, early eighties we had that, you know, you'd listen to Tina Baby. Marie, you'd listen to, you know, Madonna and you'd be like, yeah. Oh my god, this this is like a very singular type of genre, but yeah,
1: I like it, you know. I like this. And I like it that she embraced her, like, her ass and her titties Mm -hmm. and her, you know, all that. And It was like, for me, it was like, yes! Thank you. Bring it. (laughs) Love it. You got enough people trying to, you know, not like this shit. And so so that, for me, was liberating. Mm -hmm. So when we went into the, like, the kind of, like, painfully thin, you you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That look. That look. I I ain't judging nobody. I'm like, whatever. You know, just eat a piece of bread she was on the
3: zone <laughs> diet at the time you know it's it happened okay, whatever <laughs>
1: Yeah, should happen shit happens, shit happens. Yeah. but in the bottom and the bottom line is i think she knows she sucks here when she go back to like this is who i really am i really got i really got some hips i really got some, some you know a little soft stomach it was a little soft just a little not too hard you know um you know and you got them strong arms and strong legs that's sexy as fuck yeah for lack of better word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah.
3: So speaking of Express Yourself at the VMAs, which, amazing. You you three killed that performance. I I mean, if you watch that, that's like a seven minute long version of express yourself and the three of you are dancing and singing your asses off and uh, God voguing you. for the first time voguing for the it was well, I,
1: and to me i'm really telling you to me i mean this is not me patting us, us, us on the back but i will i'll pat madonna do and donna do and it. myself Do it. It, it was a setup for you guys look we're taking we're carrying on this tradition of like you can show up and just do the song you don't need a lot of shit around you right mm-hmm. You don't need a lot of shit around you. Just do it and give it to them. And it was really, and it's, and it's when you see artists do stuff like that. That's that means that they they're letting go of some fear because when people have too much shit around them, it's like you trying to distract me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, Trump. You trying to distract me? You got, too <laughs> many, you got too many. You got too many narratives going on. You got too many stories going yeah. on in the show. It's like why are you trying to distract me? Put me back. You know. So when they show up, and so when people do that, I think it's a call to uh it's a it's a it's a a, a, you know a a hats off and a a salute to us Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to to all them all all those groups used to do that and so it's beautiful you could say the same
4: about your rain performance and girly show that was yes
1: absolutely absolutely or her i mean just her being willing to shed you know whenever she sheds uh, all the stuff around her. Mm-hmm. Once again, she becomes more accessible, and to me, that's when the audience is just like, "Oh God, you know, they're like, oh, we'll go anywhere, we'll do anything for you." Yep. Well, you know, yeah, it's like that's that's when she's the most beautiful, most beautiful to me. So, and I think that's why sometimes when she's doing the the um, acoustic stuff and all that stuff around her, it's really sexy because it, it's like the feet in the earth in the dirt kind of energy again. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. No, absolutely. And so, part of lightning round, uh, other than or including expressions. There yourself. has been
1: there has been absolutely no fucking lightning in this round at all. But <laughs> well, every now and then a trinkle of little rain, but not a bit of fucking no, no. lightning. But, yeah. uh, what
3: would what is your favorite Madonna performance that you've been part of? Oh, it, that so, I've been uh, either a, 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 an awards show or on tour. Is there a number, a song that you absolutely were always like? this is my favorite one to perform.
1: Oh, of course. Like a prayer. Cause mm-hmm. that's the one I want to I sing. On oh, um, um <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's the one she continues to do to this day. Cause she knows that's the ship and, 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 mm-hmm. and, you know, they still waiting for me to sing, sing it for them. Um,
0: yeah. Anyway,
3: seriously, so you could sing that, to, to you know, like again, fall on hard times, um, trot out a little, yeah. like a prayer cover. People will,
1: I'll be like, look, y'all know y'all want to hear me sing that part again. Yep. Um, anyway, no, no. Um, I'm serious. Uh let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. There's so many ones. Like there's fun ones like in, in I like it when she's fun and silly too. I love um Like
3: Material Girl in Blonde and Blonde Ambition, like where material, you the, the beauty salon.
1: Just silly. Mm-hmm. You know, just silly. Or or her with the with the um freaking sins and the fish. Oh, and cher- 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 that's chair. <laughs> I think chair. I think that's cherish. Yeah. Um and of course, you know keep it together, mm-hmm. keep it together. Mm-hmm. Like I think keep it together was probably one of my real favorite ones with the chairs. And it just, to me, Vince Patterson nailed that shit. Like that shit was so beautiful. And the feeling was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love, I loved a uh, deeper and deeper. From the girly show. Oh, we love it. Mm, so
3: too. good.
1: <laughs> I love that. And yeah,
4: here, I mean, You well, guys have yes. so much fun with like the wigs and like the whole disco yep. thing.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, yep,
3: and Speaking yep. of belting it out, you sound amazing on Deeper and Deeper. Yeah.
1: Oh, thank you very much. It's what I do. I've been known to do that. I've been known to do that. Um, yeah. I just, you know, and what, like I said, I, I feel, I feel a little bit, you know, out of sorts here because i don't really know a lot of the stuff now because i have so much other music i'm look, listening to i i feel like i'm i should have done some research or something no you I lived it like you don't I, need to
3: research it you yeah. lived it no
1: i mean <laughs> as, like, as far as like her stuff, i don't know a lot of that oh stuff no now. i just
3: meant any any of the performances you were in
1: yeah i mean um i feel like and to me, music is still you know funky as all get out. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the Grammy music. performance that you did of music is one of my favorites of all time.
1: Well, well, no, take it back. The uh, the the Vogue from MTV Awards. Oh yeah,
3: oh, well yeah, of course. I mean, who
1: could not? You know, that's just classic.
3: Yes, Donna told that's us. A, Donna told us a story about uh, the fan flipping and how you at, at some point in rehearsals, one person would always drop a fan, and that the time you did it at the VMAs, it was the first time no one ever dropped it.
1: Okay, I don't remember that. <laughs> I do remember dro- I do remember dropping the fan a lot, but I think by the time we got you know, cause it was live. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the fact that... I remember shaking to the point where I was like, I'm going to catch this fucking fan if... But I don't, maybe we did. Maybe everybody did. Somebody did drop it. No, 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 no. No, We we we, we nailed it a couple times in rehearsal, I believe. But we did drop it a lot at first. Because we, we had to record it live. First, we had to record the actual slap yeah. of the fan. And then we had to practice, you know, flipping it. I'll be really honest with you. I don't know if you remember this. Us opening... We opened the uh, Grammys with Madonna walking across the stones, the big gigantic boulders. Oh,
3: with nothing really matters.
1: Nothing really matters. And I had just started learning how to walk again. And I and when I got to the and I saw the shoes I was going to have to be wearing with the back cut out of the back of them.
3: Right. Oh, cuz it was Those, like, gi- yeah, those like gigantic
1: it. Japanese Japanese shoes or whatever the heck they were. And I was nervous enough about wearing the shoes. But then when I found out we were walking across on boulders, I was like, oh, no. I And I still had, you know, stitches and stuff in the legs. And I was still trying to, like, feel strong enough in my. So they double wrapped the leg and, like, made the, sure my foot was really, you know, solid. And I thought, okay, I can do this. But when they said 30 million people watching live, the (laughs) the Grammy Award, and the curtain started opening up, and all I saw was like Sting and fucking Prince and you know Celine Dion and Mariah, everybody, like the whole fucking industry in front of me. My foot was like, ah! I was so scared. And all I knew was I had to walk across these boulders in these shoes and i was like if i can make it through this i'm going to kill her (laughs) how could she do this to me how could she do this why couldn't we just be background singers for this one moment (laughs) just a little side step together you know why do we have to be walking let her walk across the damn boulders in the chinese garden in the japanese garden why are we doing this you know, yeah. So and
4: once again, yeah, was, it came off flawlessly. No one could ever tell that you were concerned.
1: <laughs> and and I'm singing, nothing really matters. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, it is. Something does matter. <laughs> My leg's killing me. Love is all you need. I'm, no, I need a doctor right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, yeah. So I was, and then we had to hold it. They were like, after at the end, they were like, hold the pose. Wait until the wait until the curtains close. Wait until the I was like live fucking TV. You know, like you had to do. (laughs) After we got down, like I was like, take these damn shoes off of me now.
3: Get me my Crocs. I am. I don't want to (laughs) wear.
1: I was like, honey, the things, and we were like, the things we do for you, Madonna. The things we do. Anyway. All
3: right. Last last lightning round question. Lightning. Do you have a favorite item of Madonna memorabilia, either something she gave you or something you acquired along the way?
1: Oh, I have, I can't even lie to you. I have so much. I, I, she gave me so many things. I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, some things are in my daughter's room. Some things are, uh, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, Yeah. What she gave me, um, tenacity. Yeah.
3: Oh, Nice.
1: Um the the joy of a handwritten letter. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. She likes to um, write letters,
1: doesn't she? Yeah, and she likes to get them. Yeah. Um, um she gave me so many things. And and the image I, I used to start thinking that I was a. Uh, prophetic in some way because i remember the name madonna used to always like kind of haunt me like and i'm talking like in college time Mm -hmm. i was like why is this name like you know and for some reason when when i got called to audition for her and there were so many girls i just and i didn't even i didn't even know not to say you know let me go first it just it just kind of came out um and i was like this one that that name is going to always mean something to me and then after all the years with her i thought okay i'm still i'm just going to go ahead and go do my my stuff now and i have my kid and i'm going to do my jazz and i'm going to do my spiritual work and but this name continues to continue to come back in my life like or people were like, we really miss you or, or or i get so much love and so much affirmation from these people that because of her, that name you know, mm-hmm. so what Madonna gave me is the, the honor of having her name in my life.
3: Yeah. Mm. That's great.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm grateful for that. And uh and uh she gave me music.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you guys gave us music. So thank you no. for that.
1: I did. We did. We did. I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. And, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm i I, sometimes I wish I was, we weren't so old right now because I wish we were singing and during these times. Cause I just want to see if we weren't so much older right now, that what we would have done if we were this, that age now yeah. in mm-hmm. this time period, in this time period. Cause I know she's got a lot to say and it's harder. I know. I mean, I'm, Maybe, you know, she can pretend that she's 23, but I know how old we are. <laughs> and I know, and I know that it's hard. It is, it is it's not hard. It's just more challenging physically, yeah. you know, it's, mm-hmm. and, and especially when you want to do it at the level she wants to do right. it at. It's like, it's challenging. It's challenging to do lots of shows night after night, after night, after night, it's challenging to beat your body up and, and train the way you need to train to be able to do those things. So, My hats off to her. Yeah, my hats off to her, and she can call me when she's ready to sit down on a stool again and sing and sing songs. And because
3: well, we'll let hopefully when one day when we speak with Miss Madonna on the podcast, we will let her know that
1: she knows she knows We, all, you know, look. she knows she know i love her she can't stand me but i love her to death and she's just going she once again i'm that stiff sister that she stuck with i talk to the family all the time you know you know Nikki, are, that's part of that's part of the deal
4: we are so happy that you took the time to talk with us today um i know our fans are going to love this too but please tell everyone what you're working on plug away all your projects and tell us where we can find you online
1: um. Oh, wow. Online, of course. You can find me. I might not be there, but you can find me. <laughs> I'm letting you know now. I'm from another age group. You can find me on all social platforms, Nikki Harris. One R. Uh, what, uh, yeah, Nikki, N-I-K-I Harris, H-A-R-I-S. NikkiHarris.com, uh, Nikki Harris, official i g page, um nikki harris uh, you know facebook does anybody do that anymore um yeah, we'll
3: tag you I, we'll tag you
1: yeah i don't i don't tweet though I that's don't tweet. fine that's fine do you tweet
3: to promote the podcast but otherwise
1: Okay. Yeah. I wish. I, I guess I should. Yeah, it's, it's
3: a lot of it's shouting. More, it's a lot of shouting.
1: Well, that's why I, I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm too old for that. I can't. I can't get into that. And it's. It feels like one more phone call after have mm-hmm. to Yeah. It's just one more thing I have to do. So I. I just. I'd like. If you don't start it, you don't have to worry about doing it. Um. And then latest record is called Lift Thine Eyes, available on all platforms: Spotify, iTunes,
3: stream, mm-hmm. purchase. Stream.
1: Yeah, please uh, lift thine eyes. Inspirational music for the time when people's heads are down. It's called "Lift Your Head Up, Baby." Lift your head up. I will lift my eyes toward the hills, which cometh thine help. Your help is up there. Um, and um, and then I have uh, about seven jazz records. If you like jazz, mm-hmm. I say get them. Trust me, you're gonna love them.
0: <laughs> um,
1: just anything nikki harris uh i'm glad there is you there is time and rhyme for my jazz fans out there for my dance fans out there got a new remix record coming out um with optimistic yes. um yes <laughs> yes please i've got a new remix coming out on that right away um and like once again on all social platforms go for it, nikki harris um
3: well and bright light bright oh, light
1: this was and my oh my god and Brian Layette, this was my house. It, this was my house, and I was not supposed to worry about it. Yeah, that one. Sorry. So that okay. one. Yeah, don't forget. Sing, I'll sing,
3: I'll sing, that. Sing, sing the whole song. I mean, <laughs> don't forget I mean, the Two Friends this
1: was, EP. That's my house. Huh.
4: And don't, again, don't forget the Two Friends EP with uh, Nikki
1: and Donna. I'm Oh yeah, I forgot about my baby girl. Me and Donna, Do- Donna and I, Nikki and Donna, ND, Nikki and Donna, ND, meaning independent, meaning Nikki and Donna, meaning um, always together and never leaving each other. We are friends forever. It is called Two Friends. Get it? You're gonna love it. It's a lovely little EP we put together. But we're gonna get this. Re- we're gonna get the whole album done. We promise. We will. yes,
4: and we want to see but, you guys yeah. on the road when it's uh when it's when that's happening. You know. Yes, please. We
1: promise. You know, look, we're, you know, we're just two women trying to, you know, raise these babies Mm and put beautiful music out in the world. And I'm the worst. I am the worst. Somebody, bring me somebody young, because I'm the worst about self-promotion. Donna's much better at it than I am. I would like to take naps So <laughs> If you know Young people Want to come help Nikki Move into the 21st century Come on Come help me I am just not Any good at it My daughter even Laughs at me Because she goes, she goes I can't even believe You still have a career I'm like I think I do I'm not really sure Well
3: we Tony and I can help you With that
1: Yeah we can
3: but we'll have an off, We'll worst. have an Offline conversation
1: Yeah we, we... Okay off yeah <laughs> Sounds good to me I'm just, As I put it all out Into the world Somebody help help help. what does this button mean what does this button mean (laughs) all right you guys thank you so much
3: i hope you enjoyed this extra special episode of the mlvc podcast thank you everyone for listening nikki thank you for coming on the show
1: absolutely love i can't wait to do it again maybe don and i should do it together i was just thinking thinking we would love that well, when I'm in LA, maybe I'll will go over and uh, or she come to my house or I'll go to her house and we'll do it together and we'll just make a do a little quickie for That's you. That sounds sure. amazing.
3: That would be great.
4: And thanks. thanks you guys for listening to us. Uh, I hope you guys are staying safe and you're staying calm and you're also speaking your voice because this is the time to do it. Um, mm-hmm. We love you guys for listening. I'm glad that we're able to provide you know an episode for you uh, you know every other week. Um, it means a lot to us and I hope that you know kind of takes your head out of you know what's going on, but. Once, the, once the, the recording's over, you've got to get back out there and speak your voice and, you know, accept no limitations. So um, say
1: their names. Say their, say names. their names.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, we will see you soon.
3: Much love. Yes. Thank you.
0: Peace.